listening to the AntsMarching.org podcast, the new brand of AM radio. Hanfala Naga Pampa, everyone. Welcome back to our home to the Ants Marching podcast, episode 56. I am Matt Yeti. I am joined by Joe Malaszewski and Jake Bigliotti. Fellas, how are you tonight? Jake? I am good. I am very good. Thank you very much. I'm glad to hear it. And Joe? Not, not too bad. Um, wish it wasn't Sunday. Wish we had one more day for the weekend. But you know what? We'll make do. Yeah. I um, I actually was scheduled for, for uh, jury duty tomorrow. And Ooh. so it kind of yeah blew up my work schedule. And so I called, I called the number that I was supposed to call uh, – like the day before or whatever, and they didn't call my thing. They said, well, try back tomorrow evening, and we'll call you and let you know if you have to come in on Tuesday. So tomorrow mm-hmm. I don't have to go in. I'm very pleased about that. Nice. Yeah. That's there's really a, sweet. There's about a 99% chance that you will you will not have to serve jury duty then. Well, I hope not, but, but just <laughs> to try to drive that point home, they give you a questionnaire, and one of the last questions is, can you unequivocally be fair and impartial? <laughs> and I said no. Well, we know that from the podcast. Well, right. I know anybody who listens to this thing on the rag should know that. That's not even a lie. Yeah, that's, that is actually the truth. Of course indeed. it's not a lie. I wouldn't lie on, a, on an official government form. So hopefully I'll be bailed out. So um, well, what, what, what are you guys drinking? It is Sunday night, but we've had some uh, – the Pro Bowl. Not that anybody cares, but uh, uh, Jake, what are you drinking tonight? Well, you know my theme of, of going local, and I'm staying with local. I'm drinking uh, a little Bowiegans, is how it's pronounced, B-O-W-I-G-E-N-S, and that's out of Castleberry, Florida. And I'm drinking their Bow 9, which is a citrus ale, and it actually happens to be my personal favorite of uh, local beers around. It is a delicious citrus pale ale. It is fantastic. Oh, very so nice. It is worth the drive to go find it if you're in the greater Florida area. But Wiggins. What do you got, Joe, besides the uh, Miller Lite? Hopefully you upgraded <laughs> this week. Yeah, so I don't have a Miller Lite with me this time. But, um, you know, last week I had a bottle, nice bottle of wine. I actually really enjoyed that bottle of wine, if anybody heard me announce it last time. Um, but this week I got this new bottle of wine. It's called The Dreaming Tree. Um, oh. It's a Cab Sav from California. It's a 2013 and um, I actually noticed somebody on the on the Periscope, uh, Sterna, is also drinking it. So uh, cheers to Sterna and cheers to everybody else that's uh, enjoying a drink with us for the podcast. You know, Enjoy your red-flavored water. I don't know how you, you get that pour sound. I can't get that kind of pickup on the microphone, but that's the second week in a row you, just, you poured a drink and it sounded just delicious. I, I pour it directly onto the microphone. <laughs> I'm, I'm covered in wine right now, you just said, but it's anything for the podcast. <laughs> Well, okay. Uh, I'm not going to do the same thing, but um, thanks for that, Joe. Thanks for sacrificing everything for the everything for the podcast. I am drinking from San Diego, a Ballast Point Brewing Company, Calm Before the Storm. It's a cream ale, which is kind of out there, right, and not not something you usually see, uh, with coffee and vanilla. And if you closed your eyes and drank this, you would have no idea that it's a, that it's actually a light colored clear beer. It's actually golden, but you would think this is a straight up stout if you were to just close your eyes and drink it. Um, but it actually looks like a pale ale in a glass, but drinks like a, uh, a stout. So it's, uh, it's delicious. It absolutely is. Like Are you a fan glass. of the cream ales there? I mean, I wouldn't call myself an expert. I, I, I've come across a handful of them, right? And the the original being Genesee cream ale from right. the uh, western New York area, Rochester and whatnot. 
And you can get that out here in the big 20-ounce green and white striped cans. So I have, I have enjoyed that on more than one occasion. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not huge on it. Um, uh, two of the local places here actually make uh, a cream ale. I had both of them. Um, they're okay, but it's, I think it's more of an acquired taste. Yeah, I'm sticking with Ballast Point tonight, really, because I had the uh, their uh, habanero sculpin earlier tonight while watching the Pro Bowl, and so I figured I had one left of this con before the storm in the old cellar in the in the garage fridge. So I went with it. I went with it. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. So, I mean, we're trying to get this done every week, right? We're trying to do a podcast on the regular so people can get into a rhythm and all that. But I mean, I'm bummed out. There's really nothing really to talk about this week. Nothing happened. Uh, I'm trying to think. Of, I mean, we could sit here and talk about beer all night, but I can't think of anything that happened. Yeah, I'm no, trying no, to think. Yeah. Nothing in the DMB world. I got to tell you my Colin Hay story, though. We could turn this into a Colin Hay podcast. Uh, can you please? Uh, we need to fill it. We need to fill this podcast with something. So yeah, if you got a good story, let's hear it. Yeah, who the hell is Colin Hay? First of all, do you do you really not know who he is? I honestly don't know who he is. Have you heard of the band Men at Work? Oh yeah. Who could it be Con- now? Correct. Colin Hay is the lead singer, was the lead singer of Men at Work. They've Ah. broken up two or three times now. Um, He's been doing um, solo stuff for about 10 or 15 years now, and and he's fantastic. He's a a very, 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 very good singer. He has an incredible voice, Um, and he plays an acoustic show, and all his songs, it's almost like folksy. He's almost like depressing. It's, It's great. But um, I have two very quick stories about it. Then we can get back to talking about beer. Um, so I went and saw him uh, last night. And we're recording this on the 31st of January, if you're listening to this in some other time in 2016. So I saw him in Orlando last night. So he comes out and he plays a song. It's called um, Beautiful World. And you may or may not have heard it, but that's beside the point. It's like a little acoustic song. He plays it for like four minutes. And then he goes into a 15-minute stand-up routine. And I'm not joking. He told jokes for 15 minutes, just flat out 15 minutes worth of stuff. He got done singing his first song at 8.53. He started his next song at 9.11. Nice. I, I looked at I was like, you got to be freaking kidding me. And he was hilarious. He I was, was going to say, how was it? Was it any good? It was absolutely hilarious. He was, I mean, he was making fun of people. I, I'm not going to steal all his jokes. I know that that's what, what all the famous comedians do now, but essentially his one of his jokes was about people with one name that sang like Sting or like The Edge. And he kept thinking, I wonder how like The Edge, like what his wife calls him like in bed. You know, like, oh, The Edge, The Edge, The Edge. That would be weird. That would be odd. But the other thing about him is, and he told stories like the whole time. So he has this song and it's called um, Dear Father. And like I said, all his songs are basically depressing. And it's you could guess what it's about it's about his father who's dead and it's sort of going through his life and everything like that and it's it's a sad song you can look it up on youtube and listen to it it's a great song it's sad though and it could bring people move people to to maybe sniffles and i'm sitting there next to my wife and the gentleman sitting next to my wife is flat out bawling i mean like somebody just stepped on his puppy in front of him bawling he is uncontrollably crying like nothing I've ever seen before. And I was like, holy shit, this guy's really getting into this. I felt bad for him. 
And I was kind of like, all right, let's hurry up and speed up the song, speed up the song. So it finally got done. And he's like still sniffling like that <laughs> at the end. I was like, like, holy shit, holy shit. I can't believe this is happening. Did you hand so, him your hanky? I actually had a tissue in my hand and I pulled it out and my wife's like, eh, you might not want to do that. I was like, okay, all right. I'm not going to pass over a tissue to the guy who's crying uncontrollably thinking about his dead father, probably. So if you go see Colin Hay, just kind of keep that in mind that you might want to bring your handkerchief with you because uh, he will play the song. It's sad. Oh my God. Guys, yes. are you watching Twitter right now? No. What? Apparently the band announced just now that there's no 2017 tour. No 2017. What? No 2017 tour. What are you talking about? And they just came out with tour dates. We just tour dates. We just got it. What? Whoa! I thought there was nothing to talk about tonight. Let's break the, well, let's, let, news on let's the drop all the Colin Hay stuff and oh. just go into that then. Uh, thank God something happened. I thought we we're gonna have to just drag that out forever. I mean, I like the Colin Hay podcast idea, but geez, tour dates are out. I mean, we got to talk about that. Uh, well, I mean, the the podcast would name itself at that point, right? You call the friggin' thing Men at Work. Of course, yeah. yeah. I love the name. <laughs> wow. That's yes. So, new tour dates, and I would say just as impactful, no 2017 tour. So let's jump right into that first. We'll get into the dates, but let's talk about this no 2017. Now, this is not the first time that the band has said, we're, we're taking a break this year, right? We're taking 2017 off, just like they took 2011 off. But as we know, in 2011, they ended up playing about 13 pretty major shows in the form of a festival. So... What I mean is this is this twenty seven like twenty eleven or twenty seventeen like twenty eleven or are they really going to take it off or are we going to see Dave and Tim? I mean there are a lot of questions and that's a long time from now twenty seventeen and a lot can change a lot can happen and maybe the band you know wraps up the summer tour and they get restless in early twenty seventeen. What does this mean, Jake? Well, I think the big difference to look at first is that when the twenty eleven when the when the break in 2011 occurred it was announced very late in 2010 in fact it may have been announced in 2011 i don't remember exactly the timing of it but it it was not a year out like this one was so there's a huge difference already so once you take a look at that and look at the differences now you have to step back and go okay what does it really mean because like you said, usually you just go, okay, that's that's adorable. They think they're actually going to take time off. You know, the last time they took time off, they played 13 shows. So I think there's a little something to this. That's what I would read into it, that this is a little serious. And by throwing it out there so early, there's not a lot of they can do about it, really. Am I wrong? No, I, I, you're saying there's nothing they can do about it? I mean, why can't they change it just like they did the last time with the caravan they could but then i mean <laughs> you ever gonna believe anything they say i mean that's no. like them that's like them saying they're gonna work on an album that's gonna be coming out and oh wait forget that that's like they feel more professional with charts for their album oh yeah that's right i, I, I think i think they're obligated if there's any chance that they may not tour a net a following year they have they're obligated to say that because people would be very let down if they didn't say that, and the band stopped touring, and no one was like, well, what the heck? I mean, I, I would have gone to an extra show, or I've always been wanting to hit the gorge. I never could. I would have done that last year if I would have known. I would have pri- reprioritized things. I, so I think they're obligated if there's any chance, but it doesn't mean that it's absolute, that it has to happen. And I think 
you talked about how the time from when they maybe announced it last time to this time is even longer. If anything, to me, that puts even more doubt on it. And Matt was kind of saying this too, you know, a lot can change in that amount of time. And without a doubt, I would say right now, they probably feel very strongly, you know, or, or maybe they would even, you know, tattoo it in their arm that, hey, we're not touring next summer. But a lot of things change. And come, come you know, 2017, you never know what can happen. And very well can say, you know what, let's do something. Let's add something. My, I guess really what it stems from is, you know, you have to speculate what, what is the reason. Mm-hmm. And, and is it one person, you know, one key person, say Dave, that's kind of, you know, does, not interested in maybe or maybe interested in taking a, um, a year off? Or is it somebody else that's kind of said for a while they have a side project they've wanted to work on and haven't had an opportunity? And so this has been a few years in the work uh, just amongst the band saying, hey, you know, we got to take a year off in two years or something, three years. Um, I got some other things that I want to take care of. You know, probably comes down to is this something that's just one member of the band or is it, is it the band as a, as a group? Well, I'll put it, my thoughts are, I would be very surprised if we didn't see any shows. And I would say, I'm not saying Dave Matthews Band. I would say Dave and Tim, Dave Solo. There's going to be something, I think. So then you're saying that it isn't Dave. Because if it was Dave, why, why, why wouldn't he do a couple Dave Matthews Band full band shows versus <clears throat> uh, Tim or a solo? So you're, you're kind of saying it's somebody else in the band by saying that. Uh, I don't think it's, I think it's probably a group, a group decision. I do, and I will. I will tie it into this. I think that they're distracted, and this is total speculation, not based on anything. I think they want to get another album out, and I do think this has something to do with the album. I think the uh, last few albums they've done has been awkward when it comes to road testing. Now, remember back in the early '90s, they had these songs before the albums even came. They weren't they weren't touring for albums; they were touring for a fan base, and they had a couple albums worth of material already. And they just played him, played him, and then out came under the table, out came Crash, and uh, before the crowd of seats had uh, had quite a bit of new material, but even then they were playing that for play, playing some of that for a few years before before they recorded the album. But in the two thousands and since then, they've had to basically write material on the fly, road test some of it, and then put an album out. And they've been in that cycle, and I don't think anybody would argue that it has not matched the quality of those first three albums. Maybe they want to sit down and just put out new music and not have to worry about road testing it or tweaking it. And they just want to do it and record it, put an album out without the pressure of a tour to support it and go from there. I mean, maybe they'll just want to try something different. I would not be surprised if it was somehow related or tied to um, album, album related issues. See, the problem with that is that what you said is not precisely accurate how it went, because you have to remember that crash was road tested really every all the new songs were road tested but really before these crowded streets was not the only song that was played before that was really halloween none of that other stuff appeared before that same thing happened with with the aborted lily white sessions album that didn't that was not going to be road tested it was supposed to be released and obviously everything fell apart and then it ended up being road tested and scrapped. Um, I, I think I, I think they just have a problem, and they've had a problem getting stuff done in the studio since um, before these crowded streets. 
and and the bands talked about how things changed when they were in the studio and there were some tensions that built up in the studio for that i mean this is this is something they've talked about in interviews um i, I just don't think they're a very good studio band it's not that uh, well you got to quantify that jake i'm sorry you have to quantify what you're talking about there i don't mean in terms of musical you don't think they like it I just don't think they're good at sitting down and writing an album in the studio. I think the stuff they make on an album sounds great, but I think as far as sitting down and constructing the music inside of a studio setting, that's not their strength. Look at the song number 41. Stefan talked about this a couple of years ago on Twitter. They developed that song in a sound check, just sitting around before a show inside. And this was, this had to be, you know, early, late 94, early 95. So this was in some tiny little place, probably in Delaware. And, you know, they just came up with that song. That's more their thing. 36 was the same way. I, I think that's where they kind of find their rhythm. You know what I mean? I mean I, I, I'm going to have to disagree with both of you guys. I mean, you, you, you play around and you get a vibe. And you, find a, you find a thing. You could, do, you could be anywhere when that happens. You could be on tour. You could be in the studio. You could be sitting in your pajamas in bed. You know, um, it, it doesn't, I don't, to me, it doesn't really matter where that, it, it starts, where the, where the idea starts. And it can start anywhere, and then you could take that and mature it in the studio, on the road, wherever. But I think coming up with it, the other thing I would say is, are we really saying these four months in the summer are that critical that we got to take off to make an album? What are we doing the rest of the What are we doing the rest of the year that you know we have to take off these four because these are the four to help us with the album? I, I don't know. I just don't. In my opinion, I don't think it has anything to do with the album. Um, you know, I think it's it's you know something else. I mean, you know, just it's twenty five years now, so let's take a break. Um, maybe that's it. You know, I was talking. Is it one band member versus many band members? You know, I don't throw this out there. Do you guys think? Um, that the band would would um, take a year off if one of these people said that they they weren't going to tour. What if uh, Rashawn or a Jeff or Tim said, "Hey guys, two years out, they said, hey, I need, I'm, I'm not going to be able to tour with you guys in 2017. I'd like to tour with um, the Flectones or tour um, with So Alive or tour or do Tim wants to do a summer tour. Do you think that would stop the band from touring, or they?" They have no problem continuing. The only one I would say would stop that is Jeff. The other two are supplemental members, and I love Tim and Rashawn, <clears throat> but Jeff is a is a replacement for Leroy, a core member of the band. His the saxof the Dave Matthews band is not the Dave Matthews band without a saxophone. They can get by without a trumpet. They can get by without a second guitar. And I'm not diminishing their talent or their skill or what they bring to the band, but ultimately uh, they've never went out there without a sax, right? So right. I think that's I think Jeff. Jeff is more of a core member than Rashawn or Tim at this point. And right. and as and I think boy, who's a better musician at their at their respective instruments, Tim or Jeff? That's a really tough one because they're both virtuosos. Rashawn and I like Rashawn. Uh, I like what he brings, but I also we we've talked about this before. I feel like his presence kind of turns it into a horn section and not so much a free-floating improvisational uh set of set of instruments. So I wouldn't I wouldn't miss Rashawn too much to be quite honest, just my personal taste. But I I don't think you can see um I don't think you can see the band putting yet another saxophonist out there if Jeff wanted to move on or take a break. Right. Which yeah, I don't that could be it. I don't know. It's hard to say. I guess 
um, you know, you're speaking the album. And you, so it sounds like, Matt, your theory is, you know, I guess the, pose the question, what does this year off mean for the album, the quote unquote, the album? I don't know why we call it, you know, there's no really confirmed album, but we know they were working on one. We know they're in the studio. We know they laid down string tracks. We know all this kind of stuff. Sounds like, Matt, your, your guess is the year off is to help the album. Right. I mean, I mean, again, it, uh, that's a long time. They could get the damn album done this year, and this is all moot, right? Twenty seventeen has nothing to do with the album. Which, but if I, I ask you the question, what does what does this year off mean for the album? What is your answer? I would say it'd be very odd to not tour the year after the album drops. I mean, the, the album's not coming out in April. We know that because we know it by now. If it was right, right, and you'd probably get some kind of announcement coupled with the tour to say, hey, or, or close by to say, hey, it's <laughs> going to be a fall release. We're supporting the album with this. Or, or, or summer or fall release. Nothing. So chances are it's coming out in 2017. I think there's no excuse. If the band doesn't come out with an album in 2017, I'm scared to say what that might say. Jake, what, what does this mean for the album? <laughs> what album? I mean, seriously? Come on. S- really? Are we doing this again? Was you know this- that they've been recording an album. You know that they laid down string tracks on it. You, you know... The, the- Members have been quoted in articles about it. Right? What, do you, what do you mean, what album? They, clearly, there was some attempt at an album. Are you just saying that, that they scrapped it? I'll give you the same answer I gave in the podcast we recorded in July of 2000 when I said, yes, Joe, I agree with you that they've already done this song called Grace Street and Raven and every other freaking song, but I haven't seen the album yet. Oh, wait, we didn't do that podcast then? Well, if we did, I would have said the same damn thing then. Until the album is in my cold, dead hand, I will not believe it. podcast episode negative 47. Yes. Yes, before the podcast existed. Okay, so I think we talked about this on a past And again, wait, wait, but hang on, Joe. But wait, is there anybody out there? Is there anybody seriously out there listening going, yeah, geez, that sucks because I really wanted to hear what they did in the studio with Be Yourself. Man. Darn. What's the, we went through this on, on, on the boards, on the main page, on Twitter. What's everybody's favorite song? There isn't one. There's three different songs out there. There's not even consensus on what the best song from. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think anybody on. is cheering for an album to hear some of the new songs um, per se. You know, maybe there's a couple of favorites, Death on the High Seas or something. But if it's a package deal, um, you know, I think people would rather the, the wait than um, to get the the full package. Yeah, of songs. you guys, you guys would enjoy a, a an album with zero road tested songs, right? Oh yeah, I yeah. love I love the surprise. I, yeah, sure. I, I mean, I think that's the only way the band will really do it, in my opinion, just because I think they want the listener to have a surprise too these days. Well, the 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 thing that could that you could take out of the the road tested songs from from twenty fifteen, if you look back to twenty twelve, the first three songs that were played from from the album that eventually became uh, away from the world was uh mercy gaucho and um what's the other one the, with the piano one that's mercy. if only oh if only that's no piano on that yeah there is there's a piano on the on the album version it's the guy from uh with the very end you mean yeah ah no nah, i thought you meant like mercy like like yeah. the, what is that guy's song. name roger it. smith roger smith oh okay that's, yeah, that's his name. I just thought of it. I was trying to think of the band that they, we saw him open in 2012 in, in West Palm. But anyway, those three songs, you could make the case that those are the three worst songs on the album. Mm-hmm. You could make that case. Um, maybe that the songs we've heard in 2015 are the three worst songs from the new album. So 
you know, just to try to look on the. I good kind side of like of if only. I do. Why well, do too? I like if only. I. I, don't, I, I I'll pass. Skip. I actually like that song a lot. Um, so the, I'm not too crazy about Gaucho, and and I could Gaucho's I, Gaucho's bad. Yeah, and I like Mercy because you know sometimes you just need to sit down. I mean, really. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I sometimes that, you need to, sometimes you need to cry with a tissue. A, a lot of that, I think, a lot of, not a lot, maybe, but I think that album might be have have the most contrived lyrics of any album they've ever written. Between that and Drunk, uh, Drunken Soldier, it's just contrived. I, See, I, I like Drunken Soldier. On, I think you can only put that on Dave. You can't you can't say they in that sentence. Mm, okay, yeah, but I mean, I'm not saying I don't like Drunken Soldier because that song had had potential and and the album recording of it, the ending. And I, I've been very open about my love for the ending and just the confidence that the band has to come out with just to end the album like that. Just kind of a laid back, let's just sit back, smoke, drink, chill out for three minutes at the end of the album. That's great. That's the kind of stuff that I want from a studio album. Because I can get as as esoteric or whatever on, on a live show, go out into the weeds, jam, noodle, whatever you want. But an album, for them to do that, I, I loved it. I thought it was great. Oh, I agree. I agree. I have a question related to this, 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 the hiatus, and you know, I guess that's my question: is should we read into anything about the specific wording that they use? The wording they used is, "We will take a break from touring in 2017." It wasn't after the 2016. We're planning on taking a break, you know, indefinitely. You know, there's gonna we're gonna take a hiatus. We're gonna take extended break. You know, they actually used. They said 2017. Does that mean by them saying 2017? Does that imply that they, it means they'll be back in 2018? Yes, I mean that's, yeah, I think that's so. the implication. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but the whole way that just kind of popped in, up in there, it kind of reminded me of the movie Airplane when they're kind of going through that. You know, the pilot's slightly sick and everybody's fine. Don't worry about anything. By the way, can anybody fly a plane? <laughs> it, it, it's just kind of the way they kind of snuck that in there at the end. Hey, we got this great tour coming out in 2016. We're going to play here, there, and everywhere. And By the way, we're not going to play next year. So, uh, come on out. Okay. So, 2017. Over-under. Well, there's no over-under, I guess. You could give odds. I would I would lay odds. Like, I'd give... Ah. Like seven to five odds that the band will play at least one show in 2017. Well, let's do no odds. It's a 50-50 shot. Let's all put on the record what we think will happen in 2017. A okay. whole year in advance. Okay. Would you like to go first on your prediction? And, and I guess we should set some rules. All right. I guess you can specify what you, you think will happen. You can. It's not just a yes or no answer. It's a you can say you know yeah. you think. Okay. Go ahead. It, it, it will not be a. It will not be a naked year. You will see at least a Dave and Tim. Um, I don't count Dave solo because Dave could do a corporate thing. He could do a thing for a friend of his. I don't really. You don't see many Dave Matthews solo shows anymore. So yeah. let's just throw that out. So you're looking at either Dave and Tim or you see or you see the band, right? Um, you're going to see maybe I would say three to eight full band shows and maybe a handful of Dave and Tim. There you go. All right, Jake. I'll just say I would say there was a hundred percent chance that you will see a full, at least one full Dave Matthews Band show performed. He's the, I, that, you know that's the equivalent of the one dollar bet on Price is Right, by the way. But, <laughs> but there's just I, I just don't think that they possess the ability to not play a show. 
I will guess that the full band will appear in the same location at some point over the course of 2007. Will they be playing their instruments, Joe? Depends what you term the word <laughs> for. Wow, this guy's got asterisk all over him. No, I, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm not gonna do the one dollar bets like uh, Jake did. Come on, Jake. Is that you, yeah? That's say, real gutsy, huh? Jake, let's come on. You're gonna say is it gonna is the number gonna be one? Is it gonna be more than two? Is it gonna be three? I mean, where, where are you at? I, I think they're gonna at least play a weekend. I think they're at least gonna play three shows. Three shows. Okay. Um, I can't see them doing just three. I mean, I hope they don't. I feel bad for one of the coasts if that's all they do. So I'm gonna say six. Because I think both coasts need some love. Which, and, mean, which means you'll see eight. Which, yeah, exactly. Which means you'll see eight. And there'll be, like a, and there'll be like a hurricane that will come, and they'll have to reschedule it. And Yeah. Yeah. So, but I guess I was thinking about this, too. I mean, if they're just saying, hey, nothing's happened in 2017, what does that mean to all of us to have warehouse memberships? Are we all just going to be throwing in 30 bucks for a, for a CD with eight songs on it? Or ten songs, five songs. I wouldn't think so. I I would guess that that somebody back there's realizing um, we better come up with something. So that's the big question. Um, what, I hope what, would, so. what would make you? <laughs> what would what would make you feel square? Say that say the membership is still the same price. They don't do anything. They don't do like a hey, everyone gets a free year or anything. Say you still got to pay. Um, what do you, and you, there's no tour date. You don't get any advanced ticket sales or anything like that. Say they're not touring or anything that uses that. What would what would get you square? Um, uh, some people are saying a DVD release on the on the Periscope. Uh, if you got a DVD of a show of a show, would, would you feel that's worth the thirty dollars for a year? Sure, I would do that. Yeah, that'd be great. Actually, I would I would love a, a, a maybe a DVD show of uh, you know something. You know, something the fans wanted, you know, maybe a, a, a warehouse vote or something like that. Yeah, it'd be fine. So what's more likely, that they give something like that or they just extend, extend everybody's membership gratis for a year? <laughs> I mean, I don't think there's any chance that they'll extend gratis for a year. I, I think there's, I think there's probably a better chance well, of that than a DVD. You know that? I, that may, <laughs> no, 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 I agree because my point is, what? How much effort does it take to extend everybody for a year? Zero versus some putting together an actual product is that's a lot. That's a lot more work for them. I mean, really, the only the only reason, like the, the reason I stay, would stay in it, would be because I signed up the second day of, you know, the the period. So I'm a twelve ninety eight. Me too. Person. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't want to lose that spot. But other than that, you know, I don't really have a well, reason. Do we have an idea how many um, warehouse members there are? They have never released that um, officially. Do we have a guess? I would say there's a whole there is a whole thread in the forums about it where people posting their member number and trying to figure out because there was a jump at some point. to. What like, do you think? Uh, I think a quarter million maybe? No way. Not, not, even quarter, not even close. Not even close, huh? Quarter million? No. Do you know how many that is? That's two hundred fifty thousand, precisely. Yeah, no. Okay, how many? Uh, I don't know, but not not a quarter million. Well, give me a number. Give me a ballpark. Well, how many ants members are there? Two hundred fifty-three thousand. Okay, well, our site's free. Their site charges thirty-five dollars. Um, All right, let's let's say a hundred then. Right, thousand. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I have no idea. That's three point five million dollars, which versus a single show during the tour is probably what they take in, right? Okay. In a larger show, so thinking about would they give up that revenue? 
No, they, they can't. They're not going to give it. I, I mean, they're they're not going to give it. They'll give something out or something. There's, if it, even though it's easy just to say, boom, you enter a single command on a warehouse server, and everyone got everyone's year, you know, goes another year out. That's the easy thing, but they still got to maintain it. They still got to do it. They're still going to do a warehouse package, I would assume. I mean, unless you're going to say, hey, we're going to free year, but no warehouse package. I don't think they're going to do that. They're going to keep people um, excited about the band. So there's still an expense there, and I just don't see them extending it without, without, without pay. I think, so yeah, I think it'll pay, and then they're going to have to somehow make, make up for it. I'm not sure exactly what they're going to do. And I guess the interesting thing is, like, when are they going to do this, right? So say you're a warehouse member, and your warehouse... Ex- expires in June, um, you know, am I going to renew from June to June into 17 thinking that there's not going to, you know, that there's not going to be any tour dates to do? So they almost have to announce by, by May what they're going to do for the warehouse in 17. Otherwise, people are going to start dropping out. Maybe that's what they want. Who knows? But that would be so awesome if they, like, made an announcement and said, hey, listen, the warehouse is going to take the year off, too. You still have to pay. But there's going to be like no discs or anything like that, and we're actually going to shut the site down too. <laughs> that would be like the greatest. The warehouse is taking 2017 off. <laughs> that would be. They're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. But I know they're going to do that. But I think this this point connects to the one we were just talking about. There's too much uncertainty. There, there's you know they are not for sure taking 2017 off. As much as they're saying it right now, there's so much time between here. Yeah, yeah. And they're not going to just you know. Disband, dismantle the warehouse or give a pause to the warehouse because they know just as well that there's a chance that stuff could pop up. That's my take. I, I, I think that's as good as a non sequitur as any to, uh, to jump to a break. Huh? So we're going to come back. Uh, we're going to take just a minute here. We'll play a little song for you guys. Uh, we're going to come back after the break and talk about, well, they're the other side of the coin, the 2016. It's not all gloom and doom. It's not all sadness. Uh, we got some good news coming up. We got the 2016 summer tour dates. So we're going to take a quick break, uh, listen to some tunes, and we'll be right back to talk about the dates. Hang with us. Somebody's riches. No, 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 no. Wouldn't you like to retire with a million? 
right, everybody, welcome back to the Ants Podcast, episode 56. We're all still back here. Hope you enjoyed that tune. We've just been chatting with the Periscope viewers right now, having a good time. Thanks for everybody on there joining us and following us and giving us all those pretty colorful hearts. We appreciate it. We had a little uh, little vinyl discussion amongst amongst ourselves. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. So now we're on to the 2016 tour dates. Now that we've got all the sad nap stuff out of the way, uh, let's move on to the exciting stuff. So we've got a full summer tour, 46 dates coming up, and the band is sure to rock. And this is the first time they've closed a tour with the Gorge in when? Forever? Uh, maybe without looking, maybe definitely not forever. I mean, it's, oh, I five, it, oh, four. It's been a while. I mean, they usually sneak a few, you know, a handful of shows in after the, after the gorge. I don't think it's even been that long. I'm trying to see if I can look quick, but it, it's, um, that, that's been the standard for the past three years, but I don't want to say it's only, I think it was only, I don't know. I don't want to say only four or five years. I was thinking since mm. they, well, I'm not going to count any, I don't know about the caravan tour, but it, it wasn't 2010. Um, it wasn't, uh, 2009. Let's look at 2008. Yeah, I mean. Wasn't eight. Keep going then. Wow. Yeah. I, I, they always put something else in at the end. No, they used to. I don't thought, all right. I guess it's longer. I can admit that it's farther back than I, than I thought it was. I mean, in 2006, they just kept going too. It kind of stretched all the way into uh, late October, actually. That's right. Yeah, that's right. They ended in, in uh, JPJ for the yep. first time. Yep. So it's been at least a decade since they've ended in the Gorge, if ever. Yep. Yeah. What do you think about that? I- I'm excited. So now it's my home, quote-unquote, home venue because, you know, not living in New York anymore. And as great as it is to be at the Gorge, and we've talked about this, you know, to death, but for whatever reason, for the past, I don't know, Seven or eight years, the Gorge is kind of, it hasn't had that monster show. I really enjoyed last year. I had a great time. But um, ultimately, it's easy to come away from there a little disappointed. And I think not only ending the tour, but ending the tour before they're supposedly going on the hiatus could mean awesome things and might even goose attendance numbers for the three nights there. So I'm really excited for the Gorge this year. More than the 50th anniversary or 50th show at the Gorge. I don't really think that means a whole lot. Well, yeah, I and mean, that's what I'm asking. I don't know if I think that means a lot either, but obviously we had that last year, and I think we were saying, hey, 50th show at the Gorge, going to be huge. It was good. Yeah, well, we're, we're establishment. You know, we're hype machines. What do you say? Hey. <laughs> I'm kidding. The last time I can see that the band ended at the Gorge was 2002. That was the DVD release or live release, whatever the hell it was. That is a long time ago in in terms of the band's uh, history. That is a long, long time ago, yes. So, wow, you were correct. Very, very good, Matt. Um, Did not see that one coming. Wow. (laughs) I'm so happy to surprise you, Jake. (laughs) Whoa. Wow. I'll tell you. Um, (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, like you you were saying before, with the band taking off now, I I wonder if that does boost the attendance um, at the Gorge because – you know, people that have never been there say, well, I better go now before maybe I never will. So I think that that would play something into it. Um, well, we've, yeah. seen it, we've, we've seen attendance sag at the Gorge, too, over the last few years. Yeah, it's it's gone down steadily for the last 
four years or so. so. Actually, I would I would I would disagree. I mean, I, I will have to pull up those numbers we talked about a couple podcasts ago, but I think um, they had a lull two or three years ago. But actually, the past year or past two years has actually been been pretty high, been up there. It's not sellouts, but been pretty good. I think what the the most telling thing was was the caravan. You know, it was the you know the the main West Coast caravan location. Um, and it didn't really help it sell out at all. And it had, they did full days of tons of acts and, you know, it still didn't necessarily help. So I don't know. I mean, I know a lot of people want to get to the gorge and I know a lot of people that are going to the gorge this year because it's been something they've wanted to do and just haven't got to it. And now they want to knock it off, but it's not as big of a number as, as maybe you would expect. In my opinion. Yeah. I'd buy that for a dollar. Pretty much. Maybe a little less than that. So, I, I've I've tried to read this, and I've I've read different reports and this and that about a Dave Matthews Band press release regarding two sets. And I'll say this: nothing I have read has convinced me that they are absolutely doing two sets. If I would put money on it, I would say yes, they are doing two sets. But for all the people saying, "Oh, the press release said it," I didn't get that impression. I haven't seen a Dave Matthews Band press release official i've seen people quote a, a some uh, some press release but i haven't seen the press release have you seen it i haven't seen it and i actually spent a little bit of time looking for it uh, earlier in the week because i know a lot of um a lot of uh, the different music sites or local cities newspapers you know kind of quoted quoted the press release but you know we didn't get it, it wasn't on the normal publicly viewable at least um press um wires that uh, that kind of just host most of those things. Remember back in the day when we used to get those things? We used to, yeah, used to be on, on that list. mailing list. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they dropped us off. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I haven't actually seen it, um, but being, it's being reported in a number of places. So you know, I, I guess what, what, what's your take? You're saying you don't believe it? Well, I, I do believe it. I just don't. I can't say for certain, right? Because I haven't truly read the press release that everybody's referring to. So I just have to go on my intuition. And I do believe that they'll stick with two sets. I think yeah. they like it. Yeah. I think they do I, too. I agree. And um, I think um, fans have come around to it. I think, uh, as Jake put it, the question is, will the ladies be there? <laughs> um, why wouldn't they be? That's my question. Why weren't they there? Why weren't they there every year since two thousand one? How many how many two sets tours have they done without the ladies? Zero. (laughs) Nice. I mean, you know, that's how many how many how many single set shows have they done without the ladies? Well, according to that thing that got posted about Rashawn and then got deleted and got denied, he was the one that had the idea to bring the ladies back. So and he had that idea before the two sets tour when they were talking about tour guests. So that was deleted and then it was denied and such, but it was out there for a, a brief moment and enough people saw it to start hating on Rashawn. Uh, it's probably why he deleted his Twitter account. Um, so I, I, I mean, I don't know why they wouldn't be besides the fact that everybody freaking hates them and they're horrible and they add nothing to the songs. Oh, besides that. Yeah. But besides that, you know, they're swell people, I'm sure. 
it will be interesting to see. So um, I was well, no, it won't. No, it won't be interesting to see. It, it would actually, it'll suck to see. It'll be absolutely awful, and it'll kill the set list because it'll be the same damn five effing songs that they play, and they're going to ruin. I mean, you and me isn't even a song that people like. I, I, I actually don't mind you and me. It's fine. But when you take a song that people don't like and make it exceptionally worse, that's impressive, <laughs> and that's that's hard to do. I mean, that's like taking a, a lump of crap and making it smell. But that's better. Like it's, burning it's better flesh. to rub. It's better to rub crap on other crap than to take the crap and rub it on your, you know, your caviar. Yeah, but then they took <laughs> then they took a song like Rooftop, which I actually like. Rooftop, I, I think it's a good song. And now people stand Rooftop because of that stupid freaking solo in the middle of it. Well, we so know where Jake's. At, we know where Jake's heads at. It's just. Well, it's only because they they're not very good at their jobs, and they actually don't add anything to make it better. But other than that, I don't have a problem with them. Well, we may not know until the start of the tour, well, well, which is – oh, you got something, Matt. Well, I don't know what I dislike more, the ladies or entering in these shows into Tour Central every tour because half the venues literally change their names. <laughs> I know. Like, it's literally. the worst. <sighs> and I, I, I have to have a separate window open that I search Wikipedia to see the historical names of some of these venues. And I swear to God, it's like – Plastic bags at Fred Meyer at Bothell Everett Highway Plaza uh, Amphitheater. <laughs> and they're getting ridiculous. It's, it's, it's crazy. I love it. I think we might as well sponsor one because it seems like you can do anything. And it's only a, it's only a one-year commitment, it seems like. Whoever the, whoever the salespeople are selling this are just – they're pretty, like, pretty basic. It's like Tom's Pawn Shop Amphitheater. <laughs> I think I saw something on Craigslist ask, uh, you know, looking for a sponsor for a music venue. Uh, the best was I told you, Joe. Jake, this is relevant to you. You know what Cruzan is renamed to this year, right? The the West Palm one. Yeah, I didn't know it got renamed. Joe, you want you want to film in? Oh, it was, per- perfect it vodka amphitheater. <laughs> yeah. it, it actually it actually changed right before the sh- the DMB show last year. It was perfect vodka when I went to the show. But it oh changed that week. Yeah, that, I think one eight hundred Ask Gary might have been the worst ever. That was that was the best. The great <laughs> Willie Gary, the the famous lawyer in Florida and actually all around the country. Yes, one eight hundred Ask Gary. Flying on the wings of Verizon back in the day. Now there's like only a couple Verizons. Well, West Palm. Oh, there's not a couple Verizon, originally... Joe. There's a million of them. Yeah, no. Actually... There's not. There's there is there is not. How many are on the on this tour? I don't know. Next time you put the dates into Tour Central and you can find out for yourself. There is one Verizon according to Ants. Well, they're That's wrong. Arkansas. Which one's that? Arkansas. Well, okay, let me put it this way. If there's one Verizon now, there are at least ten venues that used to be called Verizon. That is true. That is very true. Yeah. I, I love that there's Xfinity Center. In oh, yeah. Mansfield, and then the Xfinity Theater. It used theater. to be the Comcast Center, and now it's the Xfinity Center. Because those both used to be Comcast. They used to be the same place. Yep. yep. Well, you got to change it. Come on, guys. Branding. Branding. <laughs> Come on. You know this stuff. It, out with the old and in with the new. Oh, but uh, all right. The, but the band starts at Intrust Bank Arena in Wichita, um, which is an indoor venue, for those that don't know. Um, which a little bit breaks off from a couple-year trend of starting in Texas. Um, but um, it wasn't the first time that they've started in the general Midwest before Kansas City area. Um, I think, and my take it is I think they like the band, or I actually say the crew likes to get an indoor venue to set up the lighting rigs, have the crew practice 
take down, set up. They can test. They can work out uh, light locations, programming, the light computers, all that good stuff. Um, you can just lock down a building, get to work in air conditioning, and kind of spend a week before the tour getting that all, getting that all, all the kinks worked out. And then, hey, why don't we just hold a show here at the same time so we don't have to all take it down and ship it to our, fir- you know, haul it over to our first show. So, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see if we get any um, any leaks the week prior to that first show as they uh, as they start doing some of that testing. Kind of interesting too that. Uh they start off indoor because really the summers seems to be more of an outdoor thing. And usually the winter tours are, are the indoor shows. That's the way it's been for the last few times they've done. Uh, yep, a, yep. And, and it's almost, I mean, it's not really a different band, but they are, there's, there's a difference between seeing them out, outside and seeing them inside. I think there's a lot of indoor venues this year. Um, I was disappointed by that. I mean, it's the summer. We want to. We want the tailgate. You want to be outside. And you want the chance of rain. You're living on the edge, um, and then you go inside. Air conditioner. I, I will say this: the sound is usually superior inside. The lights are, w- without a doubt, superior. If you're a perfectionist for that, you can. But listen, let's do that for the winter tour. Let's go. Let's all go to Vegas in freaking April and do it indoors. Let's not spend May and June at indoor venues yeah but at the same time i i really wish they were playing in uh, in jacksonville again in florida because being inside in florida in july is very nice yeah <laughs> i don't know why don't they do what they do with texas and hit those shows early i i have no idea the only thing i could think is because at least people will be out of school in the summer to make it down to florida and florida is such a hotbed destination for 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 especially people on the east coast i mean jesus where i live the new neighborhood they just built we call it little yonkers for god's sakes i mean it's just all new york plates right so i i think that has a lot to do with it i mean that's that's what florida is basically yeah. and, and i think that the re- usually the way the tour is set up is hey they end right before their east coast break or their break before doing the west coast is usually in west palm beach and gives the crew and maybe the band some opportunity to have a nice little vacation in Florida, um, if they so choose. So that's, I assume that's the main reason. But man, when you're playing down there and it's July and you're in Southern Florida, you're probably wishing, man, couldn't we have done this in May? I don't know. But I still, even with that, I would much rather be outside. If you said West Palm Beach, we're going to do it inside. I'd say, mm, no, let's do it outside in July. So. Yeah, I'm a little annoyed that um, we got places like Intrust Bank indoors. We got Nationwide Arena indoors. We got Moline indoors. I think the one in um, Carolina um, is indoors. So, you know, a little disappointing. Um, but it is what it is. But then they add some, a new location, at least for me, um, New Hampshire. Live free was, or die. That's I, I, I'm, Completely two surprised nights, by that one. And two, two nights, nights too. Yeah, very off the. I mean, we've done the one night in, you know, um, uh, what is it, Reno or whatever. We've done the the one in you know, Maine. You know, some other oddball places do the one night. But yeah, to get two nights, and uh, from what I heard, the venue's pretty small. I think only like I don't know eight thousand. Maybe I heard that wrong. It is. But, it is. Looking at yeah. Wikipedia, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Wikipedia. Yeah, trust me, but, I know. 
there's something going on. I, I read this on the boards. There's some sort of festival or something going on up in New Hampshire at that time. So there will be people around there. That probably leads to why there's going to be two nights. That's about the size of um, Red Rocks, right? No, Red Rocks is more like 12, isn't it? Oh, I don't think so. I think it's only, about eight or nine. Only, only Wikipedia could answer this for and us. I'm going to do it real quick. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. Only official. Capacity, for- 9,500. So it's about 1,000 people bigger than the New Hampshire venues. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I knew it was. I knew it was under ten. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, there's a couple new venues. Uh, Oklahoma City is getting a show. You already mentioned Wichita. Um, the well, two shows. Sy- Syracuse, brand new venue. Yeah, Syracuse, brand new venue. Moline, Illinois. Um, I don't see anything else. Just kind of flipping through. That's Col- that's Columbus is getting nationwide, which um, you know it's I guess an indoor arena. They've played. Three different places in Columbus: Polaris, Huntington Park, um, Crew Stadium. Now, now we're on to our fourth venue. I mean, oh. if you count you count old venues. They played, you know, Veterans Hall and stuff in the early days. Lake, but Lakeview in Syracuse is only twelve thousand, five thousand being reserved. Yeah, the rest is lawn. Yeah, brand new, brand new venue there. Great New York and, State Fairgrounds. Oh, okay, I know where that is. And they're back in um, South Carolina, North Charleston. Um, I don't think that's the same. I think that's the outdoor one that they played in. Oh, was it eight? No, that would be different. No, this is the indoor one. This is the one they played on the 2010 uh, winter tour. So that's an, another indoor arena is the uh, North Charleston, South Carolina show, which right. is good because it's like 4 million degrees in the summer. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I yeah. guess, you know, in general, they didn't really reverse any of the trends of the last few years. You know, they didn't bring back a Hartford show. They didn't bring back a Mansfield. I'm mean, when I say bring back doing two nights. Um, you know, Pittsburgh has been one night now for a couple years. Um, they haven't. They didn't really reverse any trends, did they? Anybody? Am I missing any that they kind of changed up? No, I don't. I believe you're correct. I and mean, this is something we talked about in the last podcast. It just seems like there's that shift going down to the south a little more. Um, and and you can see that with I mean even with just a show in Charleston, South Carolina, that was a place that hadn't been visited for a couple of years. Right. So just kind of interesting. Uh, someone on Periscope made a good comment, and it's true. No more Dairy and Lake. That used to be a a staple, and they have been playing there. And I'm not counting the Caravan Year, of course. They've been playing there since 2002. They skipped seven. They skipped eleven. And they skipped last year, and now it looks like two years in a row that Darien does not get a show. So on the one hand, it's no more parking insanity. <clears throat> on the other yeah. hand, they always got a wonderful show. I, I, I've seen Darien Lake shows, I don't know, four or five times. One of my favorite venues. Uh, and, and that's because of the shows I would get. Yeah, it was the show, not because of the venue. No, the yeah, venue, I, was yeah, just yeah I mean, the venue's nothing special. But, the, and, but you, sometimes you get, I think... Did I get Dreaming Tree and they and, and that's just when the park put off fireworks at like eleven o'clock? It there worked. Was a year they did that, yeah, yeah, it, it was pretty special. Um, I've seen a lot. But of, you, you think you could do Darien with Syracuse, or you think Syracuse was the reason we lost Darien? Oh, I think it was a good. I think it was a trade off for sure. I don't think you're going to see Rochester and Syracuse. No, yeah, exactly. And, so. and the fact that there's probably still people trying to get out of that place from the last show three years ago. I should say Buffalo, not Rochester. More accurate, but yeah. yeah. Canada, Canada still gets a show, though. Um, you know, a few years back, we, there was no love for Canada, so at least uh, Canada gets its one show. 
Um, it, it loses one on the West Coast, but it still gets the. Um, they throw a, they throw a the, sixer of uh, Labatt Blue in with those tickets too, right? Oh, nice, cool. I like that. I think the set list last year was not that great, if I remember. It's kind of weak. Well, they're Canadian. Uh, they played Montreal last year. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, the ladies showed up, but the show was actually really good. I think Toronto was the weak one, if I remember correctly. All right. Uh, so so based on sim- simply the structure of the tour dates how they're placed locations this and that this is total wild speculation but what the hell what's going to be the best show of the tour just how you see the tour laying out you got <laughs> go ahead jake yeah let me guess let me guess unless perfect, you need to think perfect vodka perfect show now i mean <laughs> i mean really who the hell knows i yeah. mean you, well, that, was yes, that was Joe's question. That was Joe's question, by the way. That was that was Joe postulating that. Step out of your comfort zone for once. If I would have, t- if you would have asked me this question last year, and I would have said, "Well, this, the best show is clearly going to be Tampa because I'm going to go to it," <laughs> you all would have went, "Ha ha, that's really funny." And then you look at the show from last year from Tampa, you're like, "Wow, that really was the best show, probably." Yeah, but don't say it's because you're going to go. Say, "I think Tampa's going to be it for whatever." Okay. The best show is clearly, in my opinion, going to be Oklahoma City. I mean, I can't imagine them not bringing the energy on a Tuesday <laughs> night to Chesapeake Energy <laughs> Arena in lovely Oklahoma City. They're going to bring the thunder. Get it? See what I did there? They're going to bring oh. the th- thunder because they have a basketball team there, and it's called the thunder. You know, anybody listening so, from Seattle is, is so was. butthurt right now. I love it. That's right. They're the uh, Super Sonics. Oh, right? the That's Seattle butthurt oh. Sonics. I mean, really. I mean, who, who, how, who the hell knows? I mean, yeah, but we're just, that's the point. We're trying to predict. This is All a right. shot in the dark. We have, you know, you have limited things to work off, right? We can say, hey, SPAC is pretty, pretty, pretty stellar shows. Alpine, pretty stellar. Oakley Gorge, pretty stellar. West Palm Beach, right? Um, Camden, kind of fallen to the wayside. Maybe this is the year Camden doesn't. Um, so yeah. I'm going to guess. I'm, I'm, here's my prediction. I think Camden has been by the wayside for a long time. Exactly. Oh, I, I thought you meant the city. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> I was talking about shows. But um, I don't know. Is this one – am I – I'm trying to think of one that's going to be significantly better, right? So I could say, hey, SPAC, say Alpine. They're going to be good shows. But what's going to be the big surprise? Is this one – I don't know. Maybe would you guys agree this is a surprise or not? I think the Greek's going to be pretty good. The Greek right. theater. Right. I, I think that that will be some good shows. Uh, all right, I, I like that. Sure, whatever. Well, you know what? I would be disappointed because that then you then you come with the gorge, which which would kind of beget that those have to be somewhat disappointing if they follow the Greek and they're not as good. That's, which would be that, frustrating. That is the perfect right. That is the the perfect storyline. Oh yeah, the gorge is going to be awesome. We just do a smaller version of the Greek, and you yeah, know, it's just a yeah. repeat at the gorge with a couple more songs. I'm going to go old school on the, on my call. Okay. I'm going to go, and it is my favorite venue in the country. And it's not Spec and it's not the Gorge. Perfect vodka. Tell him. Close. Close. Joe knows what this is. Your favorite venue? Yup. Little Rock. In a little town named Cayuga Falls, Ohio. Oh. Blossom Music Center, which is just, I would say it's the... Uh, it's not, there are no gorges, there are no rivers, there are no cliffs. But it's a hike in from the parking lot. It's a gorgeous venue. 
and it's it's in the wheelhouse of of central DMB country. I mean, you got upstate New York. I think is I, I mean Saratoga for all it is. I think that the band, even though they're from Virginia, they made they took the next step because upstate New York embraced them. I truly believe that. Um, but if there was an upstate New York that wasn't upstate New York, I would say it is Ohio. And Blossom Music Center is one of the nicest venues, and the band seems to love to play there. And so I'm looking at their previous shows. They don't have a show on Ants that's been rated less than four stars. They have a single show that rated three and a half stars in 2007. It was a 3.85, so it was a high three and a half. Every other show has rated at least four stars. Um, well, here's what's funny: out of the 17 shows, uh, sorry, the 16 shows they've played there, the rarest song that's been played there. 10 of the 16 shows has either been Rapunzel or Dancing Nancy's, which I just find that interesting. Mm. Um, but they played there every year, uh, save for yeah, 11, of course, the caravan year. But they played there every year since 2003. Uh, and then before that, 95, 98, and 2000. So 2003, they've been a regular stop on the tour. They continue to be. And it is the only show... Um, I went with Joe to that I ever physically felt energy like on a physical level during ants. I we were well, I think we were like row six, and I during that breakdown in ants, I physically felt the energy of the crowd at my back. It was incredible. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I've probably seen three or four shows there overall, but that gets show a, in particular gets a lot of debuts. Um, yeah. You know, it's got, it's got a number of new songs. Um, what's unique about this year? It's on a Saturday. Usually the Midwest, especially like the Ohio area, Pittsburgh, they get screwed with the middle of the week. Last year was a Friday, Saturday between you know um, the cities, but I think um, Cleveland had the Friday. So now it's got a Saturday. So I think that's awesome. I think yeah. that's going to actually up the level for Blossom too. So I, I think that's a pretty good pick. Yeah, and it's early. It's a, it's the seventh show of the tour, and sometimes they throw out a real special one in that first top in that first ten show range too. That ends up kind of kind of uh, having longevity for the tour. And I wouldn't be surprised if Blossom. Yeah. And, and, you know, that was Live Tracks 29 back uh, on the 2013 show from Blossom, which is one of the best shows of 2013. So I actually like that call. Yeah. Yeah, Blossom, not a bad pick. Do you guys think anybody got snubbed in general? Anybody missing on here? There's no Jones Beach, um, which we're seeing. Oh, did it make it? I thought it didn't make yeah, it. Yeah, the Nikon on, uh, on, Ju- on June 21st. Oh, that's right. Manta, yeah. Do they, but they usually do two now, or have they been doing one for a while? Well, I think Jones they, Beach was one of those mid, early or, or mid to late 90s staples, but I don't think it's been necessarily an automatic since then, right? Yeah, they haven't done two shows there since. Since 2012. 13. 13, yeah. And 13, then yeah. before that was two and nine, two and 97, one and 96, one and 95, one and 94. They've only played. About okay. twelve shows there. Yeah, it's, so. kind of, it's kind of a weird venue too, a little bit. I mean, it's kind of out there, but not. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think Colorado's a snub? But Colorado's always a snub. I mean, it's but the last cut. They've they've done. They've tried to tried to hit it a couple years, and it's yeah. just such a big area. It's pretty. Well, that's been a big. That's been a big launching pad for their West Coast fan base. Is when they were first coming out in the '90s, they went out to the bar, you know, one of the bars in Colorado, made friends with a guy out there, out in Vail, and that was kind of their their link to the West Coast. So it's kind of odd to see them kind of falling off from there. Yeah, I'm, what, I'm surprised. No, what's no. very interesting, it's 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 probably 
doesn't mean anything. But you know, that was out in out in Colorado is where that knife throwing incident happened, where somebody threw a knife out on on stage and it stuck in the stage. Oh uh, yes, yes, yes. Um, and it probably has nothing to do with it, but it's just sort of weird that that happened and they don't play in the state anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure it means nothing. They haven't played. Have they played indoor since that? Because uh, that was an indoor show that that happened. That's, they have that's, played. They have played outdoor true. since then. Yeah, that's that's true. It's just. Just interesting. Just, yeah, just, just interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Do you have a bigger snub than Colorado? Or are we going to say Colorado? I'd say Charlottesville, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Ooh, <laughs> someone's stirring the pot. I'm stirring that butter. Pot. <laughs> Is Charlottesville the biggest snub? And, well, and not according to that Photoshop. Yes, according to um, those on the web, um, oh, there's a nice little, little picture that came out that said, hey, Hold on to your hats. Four nights in Charlottesville, third weekend of November. Yeah, and and just so we're clear, that is the fakest of fake. Oh yeah, that's fake. Fakest, fakety fake fakes. It's actually a poorly, poorly done fake. So whoever did it, you need to learn it's, a word. It's, it's half good and half bad. Like no. there was like so so much was put in the good part, and then there was just some other part. Like for those that haven't seen it, the best part of it, it says. What does it say? I don't know the words. If any of you guys have it evening. up, we're going to be performing before these crowded streets. <laughs> well, there it is. I got. It. I got it up right here. So a very special weekend with Dave Matthews Band, including a performance of before these crowded streets. <laughs> Every there's, there's so many things that they did a really good job about that feels like it's kind of the way the band would kind of do their graphics and everything, and then it, then there's like a couple couple references or you know a couple really bad photoshop copy and pastes and stuff like but that it's, but. but yeah but it's not it's not how the band would do their graphics there's a there's a little word out there so anybody that wants to fake anything next time just look up the word kerning kerning that's how you move the little letters so they have the perfect space away from each other it's very very important when you do little screenshots like that because the kerning on that is awful yeah it is and this, uh, as soon as I saw it hit Twitter, I looked at it. I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" I hope nobody actually believed this. Well, do they? Maybe they didn't believe that actual one, but it, could there be any truth to? Well, there's certainly stuff? hope. There's certainly oh, hope to something God. like that. I mean, yeah, you would think so because this band's Jay- very, very nostalgic. They really get into their whole history, and they they love their 20th anniversary and 25th anniversary and 15th and 10th. So. Here's what they like, though. Tell me if I'm wrong. Last time they would do this, the, the break, they really like, they really love their crew. And to, when they have to tell their crew who they've been touring with and, and giving jobs and paying that, hey, we're not going to be touring next year, that's a big deal. And I know the last time they did this, they played a private show in Texas to help pay for some of the salaries of the crew in the year off. You know, could that same thing happen? Hey, we feel kind of obligated, maybe less to the fans, but maybe more to the crew. This their family, essentially tour family. You know, let's do let's do um, a long weekend, and the proceeds can, you know, they'll give to their to their crew family. It would be nice. Well, I got. I, I want. I would put this to Jake real quick, which is, Jake, which is more likely, an album within the next eighteen months or Charlottesville? Ooh. Charlottesville. Wow. And you know what, Joe? It's not even close. 
It's not even close. It's not even close. All right. If I say album in 24 months, does that change anything? Charlottesville. <laughs> 30s? Should I just stop asking? Okay. You should pretty right. much stop asking. Cool. All right. Matt, do you, have a, do you have an opinion, Matt? Do you think album or Charlottesville? Album. Okay. But, but Jake, I got to ask you this. Mm-hmm. What, what shows are you going to this tour? You know, I, I never know. I'm, I'm, I'm a late decider. Um, let me look at the tour. <laughs> let me see what I want. Give me real. All right. You live in Florida. So will you be going to West Palm Beach? It's really hot. You know, I went last you year. going to Tampa. I might go to Tampa. Tampa was fun last year. I might go to Tampa. Um, might go to Atlanta. Atlanta. I went to Atlanta two years in a row, but last time getting out of Atlanta was just a freaking nightmare. Um, you know, I'd love to go to Pelham, back to uh, at Alabama. I haven't been back to Alabama in a long time, and that's that's in Birmingham, basically. Um, Are you now? Yeah, but is that like you, taking you know, a Pelham one twenty three? It is. Okay, it is. That's a great movie. The original is a great is movie. You, you know where I'd love to go to? I mean, really, truly, where I would love to go to, and I, and and if I could do it this year, this would be a great time for me to do it. Is I would love to go to Deer Creek. Always wanted to go to Deer Creek. That'd be your. That would be your top pick over all the other places. I would love to go to Deer Creek. I was supposed to go to Deer Creek in 1996, June 19th, 1996. Living in Alabama, I was going to drive up from Alabama to Deer Creek. Freddie Jones Band was opening along with Ben Harper. And I love Freddie Jones Band. If you're not familiar with them, go ahead and look them up. And uh, a couple things happened and just didn't work out. And I ended up moving up to Connecticut, basically. So um, that was part of the problem. So, so we're going we'll to we're gonna have to get you to Deer Creek. And yes. I, I assume Matt, you're going to just just kind of take your uh, your just your easy one or two shows from Seattle, just like the the past few years, and just kind of nope. go to the gorge. Nope, no, I'm going. No, to, I'm, I've lost my mind this year. You going? You're to not going to any two shows? shows? No, I'm going to as many as I can possibly make my way to. Whoa! So, so guaranteed, I will be hitting the gorge. I will be hitting Spec. It's looking wow. like I'll take my first jaunt to Alpine Valley this year. Ooh, nice. Um, from that, I, from that point, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'll go to. Uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll talk about perfect vodka. I hear it's that's tasty down there. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I'm would you ever to be, go to Charlottesville? This will be the most. Well, if Charlottesville happens, I'll be there. Of course, I think we'll all be there, and I think we'll all be throwing a party for ants. And we're all, we're all going to Red Rocks too, right? Oh well, when that's announced. But yeah. you shouldn't have leaked that just now. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry boy. about that. So so. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to go to a bunch of shows this year. The hell with it! Wow, that's a surprise. I, I, I think that, that's awesome. I love it. I love the energy. Well, I, uh, and, and I think it's probably easier to Joe to ask you which shows you're not going to. Yeah, to tell us time. the three shows you're not going to. To save Joe. time. <laughs> um, I haven't figured out those three yet. Um, I will be going to a lot. I, I was surprised. I added. I just kind of throw a bunch of dates out there, and then I add them up. I'm like, crap, that's a lot. That's a lot. But um, there goes my retirement. Yeah, I mean, um, it's, are you it's, going to Moline, Illinois? It's it's awfully unique, and it's it's not. That, I mean, it's hard That's to say no. no. To it. That's I know it's no. hard. It's hard to say. You know what that means, say. Jake. You know he's going. I'm trying to find one that I don't think he's going to go to, but I can't find any. Let's just assume Joe will be at every one. <laughs> Safe <laughs> assumption. 
there if, will be... if you told me you were going to go to Oklahoma City, I wouldn't even be surprised. No, I, I okay, Oklahoma City. Though I do, I do have some family there that I, yeah, but no, I don't think I'm going to make it to Oklahoma City, especially considering I, I, I love the tour opener. Uh, just going to the tour opener, it's the it's usually the crappiest show of the year. But it's the most fun because you have no idea what to expect. You're seeing the stage set up for the first time. You're seeing the band interact for the first time for the year. You're seeing, uh, for the December tour at least, and you're seeing you know the merchandise and, and that whole experience. I, I really like it. That one falls in the usual crap part of the week. Um, and so to follow that up with another crap part of the week with um, Oklahoma City is probably going to be tough. So that's not a no. Okay. <laughs> for the record. For the record. So so here you go. We're we're about an hour and twenty minutes deep into this podcast yet. We haven't gotten to questions. We haven't gotten to the um the uh, DMB vote series. We haven't gotten to our miscellaneous topics, San Francisco details, user questions. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. So we're gonna take one more break. We'll we'll, we'll take a uh, an opportunity to hit the bathroom. Grab maybe grab another beer, another wine. Joe can pour it over the microphone. Um, so we'll take a quick break here. We'll come back. We'll try to wrap this up relatively quick. We know it's getting late in the East Coast, but we're just having so much fun, you know? So we will be right back. Hang on with us. Hey, welcome back to our final segment of episode 56 of the AntsMarching.org podcast. Uh, again, I'm Matt. I'm here with Joe and Jake. You know, let me get a little side note, guys, here. It's not on the agenda. Hello. You're right over there. Uh, is everybody okay? Sure. Okay. 
Good to know. Ooh, there's a, I heard the crack that time. Did that, did that come through? That came through. All right, we're going with... Uh, You're drinking a Miller Lite, I see. No, Very this nice. Is, this is bad. This is, this is a fresh hop ale um, by Fremont Brewing, which is out of Seattle. The problem is it is a fresh hop ale, but I procured it back in the summer. So anybody who's a beer uh, fan knows that you're supposed to drink fresh hop stuff right away. So it's an unfresh hop. It's not fresh, fresh hop. It's a Koichi Canyon, though, which is their single, uh, not single hop, but it's 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 hops that come out of a certain area of the Yakima Valley called Koichi Canyon. It's good stuff. Just trust me on this. Anyway, um, what did I want to ask? Oh, no. Oh, thank God. Oh, no. You introduced us all and you said, you know, why well, I got this moment. Uh, why don't I... Why don't I drop a plate in the background? Well, well, we just sat there for five minutes discussing what we're oh, going to do. Oh, Let's my God. Go I, came around, I came around to it. I did. I came around to it. I got it back. Do you like the Ants podcast or would something like Ants talking or something like that suit us better? You're talking about the name the of it. The name of the podcast. I love that we're debating this on the podcast. <laughs> on episode 56 of the <laughs> podcast. Oh, God. Um... I don't know. I think I think we're not very creative. I think we just called it its podcast because we didn't really have a better name. Wait, I, I got this. That's absolutely I got, true, by the way. I got this. I got this. You ready? Instead of calling it Ants Podcast, let's call it the Ants Podcast. Ooh. University. <laughs> United Ants talking. <laughs> FC. You got a lot of ants talking. We'll, we'll, have, we'll throw that out there. If anyone's got anything, can you guys tweet us with the hashtag ants podcast? Yeah, please um, do. Because that's our current thing. We'd love a uh, more creative name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and okay, so now on to our topic at hand. So, um, as you know, this is Super Bowl week. Wednesday will be media day. Um, a lot of talk and a lot of media coverage of two teams that probably most people don't care about. That's okay. Um, I personally am rooting for Peyton Manning to go out on a winning note and win the Super Bowl and retire. I would love to see that. But uh, most importantly, I mean, come on, Dave Matthews Band's playing a show. I like it. Yeah, yeah. So we've got we're down at Pier Seventy. We're down at Pier Seventy. Yeah, unique venue there, Pier Seventy. Really cool. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be interesting. To, I mean, uh, for those that haven't seen, we tweeted out a, um, a video of them building the venue. They're taking an old warehouse that's on a pier. Um, old what? It. An old what? A pier? <laughs> I know where you're going. <laughs> a warehouse? Oh, my God. Coincidence? Play the phone book. Um, anyway, yes, they're playing in a large building that is the size that you would hold supplies. Um, they're converting it into a music venue. It's got like a, it's all indoor, um, but it's going to have like a club club atmosphere. It's going to have like little like lounges and chairs and like bars set up with mood lighting. And it's quite, they're putting in quite a bit of money in. They're, they're, it's not just for DMB. They're hosting a couple of different shows. I think it's DMB is the first one, I believe, and it's like Pharrell, and then it's like Red Hot Chili Peppers. So a couple, couple big acts. But um, you know, putting will a lot it of be interesting in. to see how it works out? <laughs> for those that that's a that's a cue to drink. We made a drinking game while we were on break. So did I miss just, that? Yeah, you missed that. Oh, um, but fair. anyway, um, there, there's not going to be an open for those going. There's no opener. 
Um, they're going to they're gonna allow taping. They're saying no cameras and video, but I think they always say that. Um, they're saying that it's going to be one full set. So, they're, you know, initially they were saying we're not sure if it's going to be the two-set format or the one. Um, what it sounds like the word they're saying now is it's just going to be one full set is how they're describing it. So, obviously that's subject to change as the, the, the mood of the band and the, what they want to do. But I think given that they're kind of just like they're not the hosts, they're kind of following – DirecTV and AT&T and some of the other sponsors that are throwing this on. I think they got to fit their format a little bit. Um, word right now that we're being told is it's not going to be streamed, sadly. sadly. Um, that's always subject to change, too. But as of right now, those that are going are pretty lucky. But we're looking uh, like they will allow taping. They will allow ta- audio taping, yeah. Yep, so we will get a chance to hear it if they announce something good. I, I think we talked last podcast that probably going to seem like the Europe tour songs if we had to guess just because that's fresh and well secondarily uh, too i gotta say no streaming wah wah but at the same time the advent of what you're watching us on right now periscope users means a stream might pop up too so keep an eye out maybe maybe it will be interesting to see oh drink damn it stream happens it will it will I don't think you know how to force me to drink but anyway yeah so um there's a box office at um uh, 22nd in Illinois for those that need to pick up tickets. It runs from uh, 5 to 10, um, uh, just the day of the show. And please, uh, for those that aren't going to be there, those that are, please share whatever you can. Um, you know, Tweet us or post it on your own social media or whatever because we'll all be watching. Yeah, tweet it us and we'll try to retweet it and, and get it out there to spread the word since yep. we really have no idea what we're getting into. Yep. So excited about that. That's I can't believe it's already here. Yeah, actually, you know what? We're gonna have a. I think we're gonna have a uh, someone from Ants uh, tweeting there. Okay, perfect. Cool. I, I believe so. I have to double check on that. Hopefully, they're hopefully. on. Hopefully, they have an AT and T phone because it's sponsored by AT and T, and they probably are going to be great jamming. Coverage. It, you know, it's going to have great coverage. <laughs> we'll see. Okay. Well, so on to the topic at hand. We are now. Can you believe it? We are now into volume four of this little thing we're doing. Joe, recap me, baby. All right, so recap. So um, our song of the week for this past week was The Deed Is Done. And we only had two to choose from for The Deed Is Done. We had um, Live at Luther College version, which is Dave and Tim. And we had um, Live Tracks 18, which was from uh, Virginia Beach, which was actually the performance was only from, only included Dave, Carter, and Stefan. So we put that out for the vote. And... Um, as usual, I'll throw it over to you guys real quick for your votes, um, and then I will give you the results. Jake, did you have a vote for this week's? I, I did, and um, I, I went with the Dave and Tim version of it, and I probably used my own personal bias on this because there's a version of Deed is Done that's full band that I actually love, and it's the first one from 1995, um, and that one's just kind of stuck in my head, and that's the one I really, really like full band. Um, I, I really like the Dave and Tim version of it. It's not my favorite Dave and Tim version, but being what it is of the official um, release, keeping it of to the, the official, official right of the official release, I, I like what that brings to it. So I went with the Dave and Tim version. Uh, Matt, are you abstaining? No, as much as I'd love to continue that trend, this is an easy one for me. Um, Live at Luther being 1997, it was 96, 96, right? I think it was released in 97, right? 98. <laughs> Keep guessing 97. Wow. So the average of those two years is what? 
<laughs> I, I win. Yes. So um, anyway, it, it was a little bit before my time in terms of getting into the into the band. Um, right before. So when I finally did get into the band, that was like the hottest album to go back and listen to, and it was awesome. It really it really did transcend all kinds of you know popular music. I mean, a, a, a two guitar player acoustic show. It was popular in 1998 or whatever. I mean, it's, it's hard to believe. Yet it was. Um, so I got to go with the Dave and Tim Luther version. I like it. Yeah. Um, I went with that version too. That really, though, actually, the live tracks 18 is is a remnant. I would call of the deed is done, and it's what I would consider a, a true version. So, um, yeah, I think we're unanimous amongst the three. And if we look at the vote. Um, you usually do the drum roll here, Matt. I'm kind of waiting oh, for the yeah. drum roll. I love our special effects. Um, uh, it was a landslide, not like not even close. So we've had a pretty close battle between these last ones. This one was not even close. It was actually easier. I could write down the people that didn't vote for this. There were only three people that voted. Not for Luther College. So I'm going wow. to I'm going to give a shout out to those three people that really like the live tracks version, and that would go to on Instagram <laughs> Mill Kitchen and on Twitter uh, Joey Castro at Joey Bates Five and um, Jaff at the Onion God. You are the three that voted for the live tracks 18 version. Congrats to you because everybody else voted for for um, live at Luther. Wow. Blowout, uh, yeah. Blowout. I, I can't say I'm surprised, and you know, it's it's just I think that's something that, like you said, Matt, people have heard so much; they just know it so well. Talk about a, a universally loved release, by the way. I mean, it, it's it's it, it, what, that was the next release after Red Rocks, right? And and loved just yes. about as much. Very yes. much loved. I mean, it was unlike anything at the time. It was so refreshing, given the music that was out at that time. Good point. Unlike anything at the time. True yeah. point. It was, yeah. it was very and, refreshing. And, and yet, I think Live Tracks 23, which is also from the 96 tour, that show is, I think, head over heels better than Luther College. Was that, was that a um, Tears for Fears reference? It was a Tears for Fears reference. Thank you. Yes, it was. Thank you. I like it. Well, you guys ready? Are you guys ready for the next week's song? And I guess I should add... The song is completely random, so we got some feedback. Like, deed is done. Why don't you pick something better? Well, you had like two or three polls that you couldn't even propose, That's, right? Got, Before this, this one, yeah, it's completely random. We don't choose deed is done. Um, it's completely random. So we put the on the random song generator. We got a big machine. It's about four star stories tall, about three um, inches wide, very, very skinny, but very tall. Um, and it, it, we said, give us a new random song. The first one that came out was deliver me. <laughs> deliver me. Is that a tears for fear song? What, is <laughs> what the hell's deliver me? Deliver me was the first one. It's a, it's a cover. Wait, let me, um, who, who, I can't remember whose cover it is. Anybody know? Um, anyway, deliver me was the, uh, the first one. Uh, that came up, so I said, "You know what, giant machine, chuck it." Um, yeah, we need another one. So we said, "All right, what's the next one?" And it generated. It said, "Break for it." Break for <laughs> it was the next song. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. <laughs> Neither deliver me or break for it have any official releases, so we can't vote on it. So um, 
we said, all right, throw it back in there. Come on, machine. We need a third one. And it came back with one that we can vote on this week. So this week, two drum rolls in one. I like it. My hands are uh, sore. <laughs> um, Long Black Veil is going to be the song for this next one. So we're going to have to hear. Uh, yes, we have um, technically, if we go by officially released, we have five versions. Now, a couple of them, you've got to be a really diehard to have um, getting the full the full um, catalog of D&B's release stuff. great sentence, by the way, grammatically. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks to this drinking game that we created. It's not getting any better. It'll be interesting Uh, to see how you finish this segment. (laughs) Yes, it will. Drinking. Okay, so, real quick. The five that we're choosing from, you'll see it on our social media, um, is going to be 9-11-99, which is with the lovely ladies, Jake. Um, and it also includes Butch. That was listener supported. Uh, that is listener supported. Yes. That was just from, from New Jersey, Rutherford. Um, that's number one. Number two, we're going to be 630-2000. Jake, it's with the ladies, and it's with Butch again. Um, this was actually a release that came out on Concert Vault, concertvault.com. Um, so not, maybe not everybody has it, but hopefully you do. Um, it's from Soldier Field from Chicago. Was that the supposed monkey man, which ended up being bogus but that video that came out of a sound check um was that 629 or 630 2000 do you know what i'm talking that, about that was not monkey man that i know a, it was a monkey man but they they called it monkey man yeah but it ended up being we figured out what it was it was actually joyride uh i think that is like likening um monkey man to so right also i think it's a stretch uh it's a little closer than you think give well, it another well, i mean I, that's an opinion so i appreciate yours as well we can put it in. I can use that as a break song, and we'll we can break the debate. Anyway, <laughs> um, the third one is five ten oh two, which is a DM Dave Matthews solo song, which is actually released on uh, from Colorado. It's on KBCO Studio C. Um, it's a release they did for their twentieth anniversary. Um, they released Dave doing Long Back Veil, um, so acoustic from that. And the fourth version is nine eight oh two which is just Dave and Roy, which is from the Gorge box set. So we can have the Gorge. You have that. And the last one to choose from is 32903, which is a Dave and Tim version um, from D&B Live. It's from um, the George Holmes uh, uh, Convocation Center in in Boone, North Carolina. So we got a lot. We got two versions with the ladies and Butch. We got... um, a version just Dave Solo, we got a version Dave and Roy, and we got a Dave and Tim version. So very unique, again, different versions. We got a lot to choose from, so I suspect this vote's going to be tight. But what is the best version of Long Black Veil? We'll put it out there. You'll see our posting on social media, and um, please give us your vote and give us any feedback. Uh, we will use that in next week's podcast. And Joe is going to do a better job at getting the graphic out there on social media and reminding you to hashtag DMB vote and vote for your favorite version. I, I don't I, what, what am I doing wrong? I don't know. I, I feel like, and I'm in the loop, and I feel like I don't know how to vote. You just respond to a social just, media post. Respond. You don't even, you can just send us a tweet with DMB vote right now. What before can I you say? Can I, for what can vote. I say? I struggle. We struggle well, a lot of things. It will be interesting to see how the voting uh, turns out this week. Damn it. Another drink. <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> okay, so see, we got, we've got people on the Periscope saying they don't know how to vote. All right. I, you just watch social media. Instagram, Twitter, 
or uh, Facebook. Okay. Hopefully you can hit one of those. I, and I'm open to other ideas, all right? If someone's got a better idea, I'm all years. If there's a better way we can do these voting things, I'm all years. <laughs> you sound like Joe Namath on Monday Night Football kissing Susie Colbert. <laughs> Straggling. <laughs> anyway. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... Interesting how it sees how this podcast is going to end. Anyway. Gonna have a drink. That brings us to our questions. So we've got a, we got a lot of questions this uh, this week. Awful lot of questions, especially on Twitter. I don't know about any other... Uh, Awful lot of questions. Oh, really? I'm looking at it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm seeing quite a few questions. Will Sinclair, of course, our, our friend Will, is stepping it up big time. Um, Let's do them. Let's see how many we can run through real quick. Right, so real quick, I, the first one at Will, and we've kind of touched on this a little bit, but Will kind of drives it home because now he's hearing it. His rumor on the boards is that ordering tickets through the warehouse would be extra worth it this year. What's that about? I don't know. I haven't heard. I haven't heard. I haven't that. heard that. I don't even know what that means. Extra I, worth I, it. I, I mean, no you get a chance. You get a chance at what West Palm Beach uh, giveaway weekend. Is that extra worth it? I mean, you always have a chance to get a to get a seat upgrade anyway. So, I mean, there's there's not a disadvantage to ordering through the warehouses versus yeah, they do not uh, through there. Yeah, you get a chance of pit up. Here's all the things you get. You get a chance at West Palm Beach weekend. You get a chance at pit upgrade. You get a chance at the golden ticket, which is like you get a VIP or a premium ticket, and you get a chance for a meet and greet. And what else am I missing? I don't know. I don't know what else I'm missing, but um, you, you get a lot of stuff. So I don't know if that's any more than in the past, but you definitely get some stuff. Yeah, it's it's definitely worth it to order through the warehouse as opposed to not ordering through the warehouse. Right. Absolutely. For sure. Okay. On to the next. What do you got? You want uh, me to do one? I'll go yeah, again go for then. I'll go, go again then. Jake's, Jake's got one. All right. Okay, because I have no idea who you're reading from, so I'm completely Just lost. Twitter. Just Twitter. Okay, well, I'm, I'm looking in the little thingy here, and I see, oh, my boy Larry Boa tweeted one. Um, Boa34, <laughs> New Hampshire or New Hampshire gets two nights midweek in a venue like Hotford only gets one. What gives? Well, <laughs> Hartford gets about 12,000 people to show up, yeah. so... Get your asses out of your houses, Connecticut, and show up, and you won't have that problem. Clean your streets up in that is dump that, hole called Hartford. Is that a true 12,000? They actually get a no, lot it, of people it was, no, it was, Yeah, but the place holds like 40,000, and they had like less than half yeah. last couple of years. Oh, I support nuclear testing in Hartford. <laughs> Jeez. I do. I can't stand the place. It's a it's hellhole. It's the insurance capital of the world. For it's God's a shithole. It is. No. I'm, well, yeah, Jake. Is, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's be real here. But it's not. I mean, it's Hartford for God's sakes. I mean, it's it's not. It's harmless. You know, it's like making fun of oh, you know no. Rhode Island or something. No, no. All right. Whatever. Uh, me, well, I mean, it's all on. It's all on Connecticut. I'm sorry. You know, show up for the shows. You know, the bands. The band used to play three shows there. Now they play one. That's on you. All I know is I parked in that lot. What year was it? It was probably oh four, oh five. Let me see when I was there real quick. Uh, whatever it was, I went with Naylor to to a show. Who's a taper for those that don't know? Right, Eric Naylor. And oh, let's see, what was the place called then? Um, you mean the venue? Yeah, CT Now was it? No, yeah, it was CT Now. It was two thousand and fourteen, or not two thousand and four? Sorry, not fourteen. Two thousand four. And uh, there were a bunch of bros in the parking lot playing football or passing the football around or whatever. And I go in, and I come back out, and there's a golf ball size 
solid dent in the side of my door, probably from the end of a football. And it just, it put a sour taste in my mouth. People who can't respect other people's property, wrecking cars and whatnot. Oh my gosh. What, would you be happy about that? We need to put you on a jury. You need to be on a jury duty. Well, hey. <laughs> Come on. That could happen anywhere. Give me a... But it, ha- but it happened in Hartford. But it happened in Hartford. <laughs> it happened in Hartford. Oh, what a dump. What do you got for us, Joe? Um, so I got two. I'm going to throw two out there, and, and they, we've already answered them, but I want to give a shout out to people that um, actually use the hashtag. So uh, Evan Spencer at Evan R. Spencer said, hey, what do you expect from the 2017 tour, touring hiatus? Dave and Tim, Dave and Friends, Solo Records, um, hashtag Ants Podcast. I think we covered it. So thank you for the question, though. And I Wait, wait, wait. Put- but how about if they do like Kiss did with the four solo albums by all the members? Like if all the members did like solo albums, that would oh, be like, that would be so awesome. I really can't wait to hear Boyd's, Boyd's comeback album. <laughs> True Reflections 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> False Reflections. <laughs> uh, and, the, and the other question that we kind of covered, but I'll throw it out there too, is um, CK Magic, I guess, C-K-M-A-I-J-I-K, said, hashtag Ants Podcast. When you complete the song series, are you going to compile them on your website for download? Uh, no, because that would be illegal. I would love to do that, um, but we can't. Unless somebody gave us rights to do that, we would, we would love to do that. What we will do is list what they all are. And so if you ever wondered, hey, what was the fan-voted best version of uh, whatever, whatever it is, um, say Dita's done from, this week, from last week or... Um, this week's song of Long Black Veil. You know, you'll have. You know what? This is the best version. Yeah, you go to the, go to the songs page on Tour Central, and you'll you'll have a little box on the right that tells you what the definitive release version is. Voted the voted version. So, yeah, there was two quick ones. Matt, you got one? Yeah, sure. I got I got some here. Uh, our good friend Brad B Rad Kasachi asks if uh, what three songs will Joe M shout out for the annual Balls Fest Ants photo this year. Well, what is this about, Joe? What's this three songs? Um, I wish I should actually tweet one of the photos from that. Um, uh, for those that know, Balls Fest is uh, put on, and I forget his name, and I apologize. It's actually two twins, but um, a gentleman that had um, testicular cancer and now does a fundraiser at SPAC um, right outside the venue, gets a liquor license, uh, one uh, one pay. Anyway, a bunch of ants come, plus a lot of other people, warehouse members, everybody. Um, for those that are ants members, we get together in one giant photo. Think, I don't know, 40, 50 people. I'm not sure. Um, I'll get together. In order to coordinate the photographers and the people taking the picture, I yell out, on the count of three, please yell blank, blank. And usually it's song titles. And so um, I have no idea what it will be. Why is it three songs? Why is Brad asking about three? It's, it, I, we, I, we, say, we take three photos. And I say uh. one, two, three. On the count of three, say busted stuff. So we say one, two, three, busted stuff. On the count of three, we're going to say whatever everyone's hoping to hear that year. So it's been Last Stop. It's been, I don't know, it's been whatever. Dream Girl. Dream Girl, because we all want to hear that. Um, you know, and anybody that's been to multiple balls fest and been part of the giant group picture, and I've actually do this at group pictures, not just at SPAC. So anybody that's in a group picture at other places, everybody knows what the third one is. I'm not even going to say it on here. Um, I'm not even going to say it on the Ants Marching podcast what the third what song is. is. So um, it might be Ants Marching. Um, you could probably guess what the third one is. Oof. 
Probably American, can't. American Baby was guest on the Periscope. American Baby intro. Oh, yes. I just want to clarify something. You said it's actually two twins. So these are four people that get together and <laughs> make this party. Two twins Could, or two it, sets of twins? It'd be interesting to see. Oh, I see can, what you can, did there. Can I do a question? Sure. I, I know I just read out Brad's, um, but I got another one. This one's from at yet Dizzle. Matt, he <laughs> happens to be a staff member of AntsMerchant.org. It might be on this podcast as well. Really? Hey, Jake and Joe, do you want to do a party this year? And if so, where? Yeah, I, baby. Oh. I like what you did there. <laughs> For those that don't know, Matt, who was talking and reading that question, that was his Twitter handle that he just read that question from. It wasn't on my Twitter handle. I read it from my mind. <laughs> oh, you didn't even actually tweet that? Nope. Didn't. Oh, my gosh. You didn't use the hashtag? No, no hashtag, and I still read it. Oh, we have to edit this out. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking Oklahoma City. Oof. <laughs> wow. Tuesday in May sounds like a party. You're bringing the in- dental equipment. <laughs> do we do we have to answer that now? No, no, but 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 I'd like to say, uh, from my standpoint, that uh, it's something we want to do. If uh, Jake, are, do you feel that? It's kind of a side note. Do you think that they're done um, announcing dates for the year? No. Okay. So with that in mind. Um, we're not sure yet, but we would like to organize something. So stay yeah, tuned. Uh, yeah, it sucks. I mean, it's like we want to call Nat. We want to announce now so people can make their plans. Um, but are they done? You know, we don't know. And we can hold back and then nothing else comes. No more dates. And then it's like, well, crap. So um, we'll see what happens. Yeah. If, um, if we don't get the official Ants Party, as you know, plenty of Ants meetups, plenty of great parties, you know, like Balls Fest, like other ones that aren't. Officially, ants ones. There's plenty of stuff to do. Um, and, and assuming that we're doing, assuming that the band is doing two sets, we're going to try to do um, periscope intermissions at any show that uh, any one of us are at. For for those of you that saw the gorge periscope intermissions, um, hopefully we can bring back some of those. That was show. fun. Uh, we had a great time with that. Watching lettuce blow in the wind. <laughs> that was meteorology at its finest, finest it's hour right there. Technical. Uh, I like this question. This is also from uh, Sizzle. This one's public. Uh, hashtag Ants Podcast. What determines who's an official members and who's a touring member? Um, well, I think that the official members are the original members of the band that were there at the beginning that's left currently. And the touring members of the other people, right? I mean, is that basically it? You consider mm-hmm. Jeff a touring member? I don't. Well, he is, according to the official listing. The touring member would be Rashawn, Jeff, and Tim. And the official members would be Stefan, Carter, Boyd, and Dave. And, and that, that might be okay for legal reasons or, or financial reasons. But quite honestly, again, Jeff is not a guest. He's a replacement for the core member of the band who passed away. I, I, I agree he's, with he's you. Not, he's not an original member, but he's certainly a core member, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I, well, yeah, I agree with you. You you can't have that. I think that's what made the Dave Matthews Band be what they are, is is there's not a lot of bands that had that you know saxophone player. Of course, Men at Work did, but now we're going back to the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, I, always, I always took it as, um, this is the way that I hold it is, 
you're a, well, official versus touring. I guess, what is the distinction? There was a distinction that we made when on the official posted set list, when you were listed as a guest versus not listed as a guest, right? Well, the, yeah, and, and they listed them as touring members for 08, 09, I think even into 2010. Now that listing doesn't happen. So as far as we know, that might not be something that exists anymore. There may be a you know, technical legal standpoint that makes them all members, but there was a time when they were split up as four and three. Hmm. Interesting. But it has not been listed, as far as I know, officially for the last couple of years. Okay. Um, yeah, and then I like your definition. The original, the OGs. So if Peter comes back, is he a touring member? Or... <laughs> well, yeah. well te- you know, technically he wasn't an original member, though, because he didn't come in until August of 91. But was Boyd also? Boyd was not. Boyd did not officially join until April of 92. See, I, see I, I think that's semantics. I think you're looking at two different things. Original members and core members are not the same thing. Well, I agree with you. I, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Well, let me mark my calendar down because that's a friggin' first. Yeah, well. <laughs> I, I, I'm still right about this whole joyride thing because you're the one that brought it up in the first place. I don't recall that. Well, that's because you've been drinking. <laughs> I can't dispute Aha, another denial. <laughs> I All hope right. you find that song. I hope that that plays at some point during this podcast, and then we'll let the people decide. All right, so we've got... <laughs> so let's see, we've got another one. Um, let's see. Sizzle, and uh, Sizzle already asked one. Mark Getz, we got Boa already. We already got him. We got, oh, Scotty, don't, at Jagodzinski27. Joe, probably your cousin, because his last name ends in SKI, apparently. And does anyone else hate all along the watch hour as a closer, and what are some good alternatives? Cheers, Scott. Um, Yes, other people do hate it, and there are plenty of alternatives. Last Stop would be one of them. I I don't hate it, and I never felt like it got at least in my attendance, never really got that overplayed. I would, I don't know. I, I would hear it before two-step. Um, I, I, I don't like two-step as a closer. I actually like mid-set Watchtower, which I saw in, in Orlando in 2000. Yes. Uh, the mid-set Watchtower yes. is just so good. You're absolutely right on that, Jake. I agree. It's Wow, what is going yeah, on? This is, I would agree. This is bizarro. like when Dubs cried. This is bizarro. Yeah, that takes a set list and do another another zone because you're like they just played it mid set yep. what yep. yeah i would agree any clothes that's played mid set but specifically watchtower i remember I saying that yeah. i think i got a show like like 10 years ago that had watchtower mid set and jake being 40 years old at that point even you liked it back then too right i think it was older than that but yes right <laughs> It's just, you know, things like that, you know, stay mid-set. Stay mid-set is great. Or stay, I had a stay opener one time. Sans ladies. No ladies. Stay opener. Wow. See, that's great. fantastic. Great. You're absolutely fantastic. It was wonderful. When was that? Um, You know, go on and talk. I'll look it up because it was great. Would you take, Jake, a Watchtower mid-set with a Shake Me Like a Monkey closer? Or would you rather reverse them? Um... Oh, Darian Lake, 2003. Darian Lake, Thank you, R.I.P. And, thank Darian you, Lake. Thank you, personal stats, by the way. Wow, yes, very much so. Yeah. You know, I, it's just, 
this whole shake me like a monkey thing is very strange to me just to see a song that started off so beloved in 09. Okay. Let, let, me, let, let me scratch that just to cut you. I mean, I would say, how about you see where I'm going? Yes, I do. That's why I'm cutting you off. Watchtower mid set and a, what you are closer or reverse those two. Well, I would definitely take the Watchtower mid set. Cause the second he starts doing that, oh, I am out the damn that's, door. That's, that's exiting the parking lot. Exactly. Of time to go. Have fun, kids. Hey, can, can I make a little side note here about that Darien Lake show? Please. I mentioned the fireworks earlier about Darien Lake. This was the show of the fireworks, 2003. Open with stay. Now listen to these songs that were played at the show. Not in this or not in not the set list, but these songs that were played that night. You never know. 41. Pay for what you get. Kit Kat Jam. Cry Freedom. The last stop. Lover Lay Down, The Stone, The Dreaming Tree were all played at that show. Eh. Wow. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. That's a show. Did it have fireworks, though? It had fireworks during Dreaming Tree. Oh, okay. Tree. Then all right. Then I it like did. it. Yeah. It is, that, is that 6.20.03? Am I looking at the right show? That's the right show. Mo wow. opened the show, by the way, too. Oh, and, and your favorite song, Loving Wings. Oh, dot. Loving Wings went into Where Are You Going on top of that, but... Blue Water was sound checked that night as well, as was True Reflections. Cares what was, wow. and you got Angel Tease and Jimmy, and the like show was still awesome. Sound checked your mom, so that makes the show great. I mean, I, who cares if they sound checked? Well, maybe he heard the sound check. Why are you so judgmental, Joe? Doesn't doesn't go judgmental. You can vote that sound check is the best, but you can't vote that show the best. You don't think that show's good with those songs? I'm saying because of the sound check. You can't bring By the, the way, WZ DMB fan on Periscope, if you love Loving Wings, I don't even know. I don't want to we're insult gonna, you that badly. You're going you're to you're discount their hearts. It's piss, many hearts it is piss Are you trying to say that the hearts are made of broken bones? It's. I wish I could have different hearts on Periscope <laughs> wow. that like. That's Jake. piss poor. Piss poor. Anyway. Sorry to we got, jump. We got one that. last one for you guys, please. And then, um, you know, it's a very serious one, and we need we need everyone's answer. <laughs> Tizzle wants to know this at, at this one's public. He says, hashtag Ants Podcasts to bidet or not to bidet? Ooh. Oh, bidet all day. He <laughs> <laughs> sounds like you might have a T-shirt that says that. Oh wow! Do I ever? <laughs> Here's the problem, though, Jake. Have you ever used a bidet? Uh, no, I've not used a bidet. Thank I you. actually stand up to pee. <laughs> the bidet's not meant for pee, Jake. You mean I've been doing it wrong all this time? <laughs> well, I had the opportunity to do a little bit of international travel for business, and uh, there were a couple hotels that were at that were there were a bidet. And uh, let me be honest. I mean, as a curious American, I said, "What's this all about?" I don't know what these Europeans are up to. I didn't even. At, at, at a certain point, I had to cut bait and say, never mind. You, you, you filled up your water bottle with it? <laughs> There's a water fountain right it's here. Not, so wait, 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 wait. It's not what you're supposed to use it for? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I, know, I say no you, on the What bidet. did you use it for, Matt? If I don't like loving wings, I love bidets, apparently. That's, <laughs> that's the status on Periscope. I'm all right with that. I'll take a bidet. I would, I would brush my teeth in a bidet before I listen to loving wings by, by choice. Wow. Yep. Wow. Wow. All right. Well, we're going to work that out the next ants party. You can, you can count on that. <laughs> so, you, so Matt, 
to bidet or not to bidet? Uh, I I say no. I'm just fine with the old standard uh, standard um, behavior. Jake, are you going? You going with the yes? I'm going to go yes. All right, and I will go. I will go. I'll go yes on bidet. There you go. Like Good a job. Padlock. Nice and clean. This thing is devolved. <laughs> <laughs> can we just end this for God's sakes? Oh, we can. We I can. thought Matt was going to do that there, but he, he didn't. So so we want to before we go, we want to ask you guys, do you, do you I mean the people on Periscope, I'm guessing the answer is that water I hear in the background? Is that a bidet? That was the bidet. That's exactly <laughs> what that was. Wow. You just you just <laughs> caught me with a bidet. <laughs> So, so um, I think Joe, you contributed this question. Why don't you go on about? Uh, why don't you spell that out? I'm sorry, I'm not sure you're throwing me at the closer questions that we have on our document here that we all share. Oh, anyway, yeah. So, everyone, thank you for joining. This is probably a bad one to do it on, but we'll throw it out there anyway. Very long podcast, but obviously it was because we had a lot to talk about. But if you can, if you enjoy the podcast, if you think others would enjoy it too. Please subscribe to the podcast via iTunes or whatever other medium. Stitcher, and Overcast. Stitcher, yes, whatever. Hit the subscribe button. Um, and if you can, be so nice to give us a vote or a, a, a comment. That helps too. Helps us um, get the podcast out to others. Obviously, this one was a crazy podcast because we talked about the tour dates. But um, hopefully we'll get back to our tight form that we've done the past three podcasts for going forward. But any positive or negative, you'd vote how you want, but hopefully they're good things. Uh, much appreciated. Tell your friends. And we are also taking these Periscope broadcasts and saving them and uploading them to YouTube on the Ants channel on YouTube. So check that out as well if you want to check this out. After 24 hours, because Periscope goes ahead and dumps them off, but we will um, we will keep them for posterity on YouTube. Oh, so I can see your uh, your ass crack. You can even zoom in on it. Nice. Looking forward to that. Feel free to kiss it, too, while you're at it. And outside of that, uh, Jake, you have anything else to say? No, I think that we've said everything possible. We have said uh, we might end this AMP. Uh, yeah. Until next Sunday. Until next Sunday. Everybody, uh, next. Not, it's not going to be next Sunday. We're going to have to squeeze it on yeah, Saturday or Monday. That is true. Because it's the Super Bowl. Yes, indeed we do. Super Podcast Sunday. We'll figure we will it figure out. Figure it out. We will turn term. It'll be interesting to see when we podcast next. Drink, Ugh, drink. Ah, well, keep an eye on us on uh, either Ants, Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Follow us, uh, subscribe, all that kind of good stuff. Thank you guys again so much for hanging with us. It was a long one. We won't do this again, at least not right away. Um, so thanks again for listening to the Ants podcast, Ants talking, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> you guys have a good night. Take care. Thanks for listening to the AntsMarching.org podcast. Visit AntsMarching.org and be part of the largest DMB community on the Internet. Show downloads, tour central, personal show stats, and set list game, and so much more. AntsMarching.org, the best stop for all things DMB. Oh, 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 oh,